happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day and happy day that Sam Valentine's got beheaded. How are you? <laughs> But it's true. Come on. We are world celebrating the day the saint got beheaded. How romantic is that? Come and on. tell us, educate us, why did he get beheaded? Well, uh, there was this uh, thing called Roman Empire, and uh, in around 270, there was this emperor who was a really bad, bad guy. He was called Claudius the Cruel. Uh, he wanted to maintain a strong army, but he couldn't get you know men to join military ranks because they were too busy uh, making love to their wives and their girlfriends. So he basically banned all marriage. But 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 we had this lovely, lovely, uh, holy priest called Valentine who continued to marry people until he got beheaded on February 14th. And that's what we are celebrating with all those balloons. Are you happy now? <laughs> I'm actually very happy that somebody brought a piece of reality to this commercial holiday. I would have guessed just by your opening that you're not a romantic person, but I know you are. How does this, <laughs> how do you combine these two? Please don't, do not out me to the world as a romantic person. <laughs> are you or aren't you? Uh, well, I I'm bloody am, but I will deny that to the public until the day I die or become beheaded. Anyway, <laughs> I would have thought you would have denied the scientific side of you, which I think is the one that you show the least. Because looking at your Instagram account, I mean, romance is kind of you. So yeah. I'm surprised that you think different. No, but opposite. but you, you know you know what? I have a lot of friends who are actually in the love industry. So in the love I have, industry, meaning? Yeah, like... yeah, there is this thing called love industry. So I had friends who are uh, like um, wedding planners or party planners and all they do is post content that is somehow related to romance. And I'm, I'm there, you know, writing all these uh, private messages to them saying, oh my God, you give me diabetes with all this lovey-dovey stuff. Yeah, sugary <laughs> stuff. And she's like, uh, there is one friend in particular. She's amazing. She's the best uh, wedding planner I've ever seen. And she's like, come on, you, I know you like it. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> When you said love industry, I thought you were going to say, you know, they have burlesque shops and, and online uh sexual tools dildo shops that kind of a thing well I, ha I, I have a sex i have a sex shop actually pretty close to where i live uh it's called enough of problems <laughs> I, i'm not even joking here it's called i had enough of problems like stopped problems uh here is the solution to every single problem of yours i had still am to muster up the courage to go in I think, yeah, I think uh, I don't want to ban anything. I think anyone who's curious and any tools that are helpful to lead a fulfilling life on all levels is good. But then again, remember, I grew up in Sweden and yeah. there you're just fa fairly liberal, I would say, and openly so, while I think that Italians are probably very decadent. But in Yeah, but we are very much stuck up, huh? Uh, yeah, in the public in a, eye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we live in a Catholic country, which is very religiously tied to certain things. And why we are free, the land of the sexually free, we are actually really stuck up. So we still do these things like be my Valentine and whatever. Do you know why it says be my Valentine? But the legend says that Valentine left a farewell note for uh, his jailer's daughter, who had Oi. become his friend. And he signed it from your Valentine. And that's why we say oh, from your yeah. Valentine. I'm like, are we seriously celebrating a man be getting beheaded? So 
Yeah, we are. Yes, <laughs> I think we are. We are celebrating a man who stood up for love in the face of war and tyranny. How That's did nice, you just huh? manage to find a romantic angle to a man I'm, getting beheaded? I'm a lawyer. Yeah. I will argue any side of any case when That's I have true to. Enough. <laughs> I should have known. You should have known. Better, yeah. So what are you up tell? to? No, what, what are you up to? I want to hear from you, you romantic uh, lawyer. No, no, I am. Uh, look, uh, <laughs> we are not so romantic. I think uh, in this household, we are pragmatic. So we mm. are in a in a funny work period right now. So in, in theory, I wanted to have the day off and be decadent and drink champagne for lunch and kind of be useless for all day. Well, Isn't that happen. what we do every, every single day now? Oh, sorry, yeah. I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> it's not going to happen because I need to be lucid for uh, this court case that I'm working on. So it's oh, not going to work. So maybe I push it to the evening instead. So we start. But you, you, can, you can actually have some, I don't know, edible panties or red underwear or something like that. You can well, get, you know. Ah, the, the pragmatic version is that... <laughs> Given all the sort of work related, uh, oh, sorry, I'm not going to make any excuses. So my husband, he's not very good with date or time. So I figured in ahead ahead of time that he's only going to remember yesterday that it's Valentine's today and because he's going to pick it up on the news. And then he's going to panic and go out in a panic frenzy and try to buy panic flowers and just do a bunch of panic, panic things. flowers after dick people. We have panic flowers. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And I'm thinking, I don't want any of that. So for Friday, uh, already on Monday, actually, I emailed the best, the fanciest florist in town uh, that makes <laughs> the most beautiful bouquets. And I gave them the dimensions of my three most precious vases. And I said, can you please make me three bouquets that are uh, in symbiosis, but not identical? And can you adapt them for the size? And can you have them delivered on Friday morning so I can enjoy them over the weekend? Because I also wanted him to see that you know, there's flowers. Now you don't have to go and get any, right? Oh no. my God. So, so that was the case. So on Friday, I, I got this most amazing bouquets delivered to my home Friday morning. So I, that the flowers are set. So no need to go and run after that. So, so that I, that what happens just for to, for fair warning to men out there. That's what happens when you marry a lawyer. She will think and argue the whole Valentine's shit out of you before even comes Valentine's. This is not a lawyer's thing. This is more like I can choose either to be disappointed because he would have, you know, even the last minute thing is a dis disappointment. So either you go like, oh, okay, he couldn't remember this year again. And now I see him scrambling last minute to figure out how to do it. And then you're, you sort of, you know, pout, or I can do it in advance and then spend the day gloating and enjoying actually. <laughs> gloating? Yes. Oh my yes. God, did of you course. just say that? <laughs> yes, of course. So that's, that's the one on the flower side. And then the news of the week is that we got our bar delivered home. Um, oh yes, I'm having a massive case of envy for uh, your bar. It's so nice. So what I, I was dreaming of this bar coming ahead of the weekend so that the whole sort of meal is surrounded at this bar we haven't been to a bar in ages and now we have our own bar and while other people we are haven't trying... been to a bar exactly <laughs> exactly and while other people are trying to separate their office and their home and the bar we're doing the oh because there is separation opposite. i don't remember that <laughs> exactly and we do the complete opposite so we bring the bar home instead and i was super happy that it arrived so now we have the the actually it's a wine cooler integrated in a made to measure 
far. So now while have... I, you are talking, but I'm really, really looking for flights for Luxembourg right come, now. Come, 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 come. And then like... on the gloating note, the best thing ever is I actually got him a gift. And this wasn't intentional necessarily, but I this was... wasn't intentional. No, this is not getting any better. I hadn't planned it, but I was on town and I wanted to go by Cartier to get um, gas for his lighter. And when I was there... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold your horses. Now, you wanted to guess, get gas for his lighter and you need to go to Cartier to do that? Mm, it depends. Like, th- there is a special Cartier gas, please. Illuminate yes. me. Yes, so there are there is a special Cartier gas which is fitted for Cartier lighters, and you can also depends on what shops, but you can also find that uh, that fit in other types of gases. So it's not oh, always. Wow. So you don't always like you're not always stuck with them if you don't find anything else. But that's now, some fancy fancy gas. It's fancy. So I popped by to pick it up, and there uh, they showed me something that my husband has been speaking about for a very very long time that they almost never have in shop. And now suddenly it arrived. So it wasn't like I went looking for a gift. It just appeared in front of me. And I said, oh, hell with it. I'll just take it. And then I can gloat even more. So oh God. <laughs> it's not about gift giving. It's about gloating, actually. It's, it's about enjoying the day and not, not having any expectations on somebody else doing it nicely for you. So I look at it as an occasion for us to have something special extra. And, you know, yes, maybe I'll ask him to cook instead of me, but that's not unusual. So that wouldn't change much. But I, you know, it's not like I'm waiting to be to be courted. It's fairly the opposite, I would say. I just all set I it can, up. All I can of... hear now is who run the world, girls. <laughs> Basically, bet, huh? that, mm-hmm. that's my that's my song while you're speaking. Like, yay, Beyonce rules. Mm. And having that so, said, it's not, you know, it's only because we're sort of stuck at home in normal days, we would have probably popped out and had a nice brunch somewhere. And then that would have been the end of it, right? And now we do it ourselves. And they have all these offers here where they do home delivery of a special Valentine's meal. And I hate those, because they're often like a 110 euro fixed meal, where yeah, there is, yeah, you yeah. know, foie gras and industrial macaron in the shape of hot as a dessert with some dry oh steak. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just feeling my diabetes go up right now. Yeah, and no, it's not even like it's not even nice. So I prefer just, you know, going out, buying a nice piece of fish or meat and then cooking it yourself in the comfort of your own home. And I, I typically we wouldn't care, but it's because we're around the house and we want to distinguish the days from one another. I think it's the only reason why why you know I organized. So so let me let me regroup this. Yes, so you summarize. went and, and got flowers you, because you didn't want uh, last minute flowers you got a gift okay fine but that's just because you were there and then let's not give money to this industry and let's just have a good meal and not be uh, screwed over by some uh, restaurant who has <laughs> shitty food for valentine's and that my ladies is how fashion lawyer <laughs> rules the world <laughs> i love amazing I love supporting I love the industry, but not for these fixed menus i you know i want to order what i want i don't want to have you know and uh, uh, believe me when I tell you all the fixed menus they're like a pavlova around a giant oh yes um no. hard macaron and it's a piece of dry steak or a piece of dry fish uh, maybe it's not dry but I, I don't get the option like if I want to walk I can't have that so 
that that's it that's how we yeah, do yeah, it yeah i hate fake fixed menus anyway so i just want to be able to pick exactly. things exactly. but i i don't like the valentine's offer either it's it's like when we got married we actually went to the restaurant we liked and we didn't even say we were getting married because we were like what 20 people at the, at the wedding uh, I think they guessed it, but we, well, all we didn't want is to get, you know, prefixed menu that is three times what you would pay normally for it. So exactly. we composed our menu and we paid for it and that's it. Fantastic. I just want to be screwed over. You now, know, that, was people there. My, that was one of my dream, dream weddings. Like you go, you remember Brasile Guillaume here, the place where we had the seafood platter? Yeah, the one that burned down. Yes, yeah, so now it's back up, but you know it's right across oh, the Mary in uh, in Luxembourg. So my my kind of dream wedding is, you go there, you sign papers with just a witness or two, and then you run across, and then you're at the terrace with you know twenty friends, and you order off the menu. You just order oysters and champagne, and it's not like you know, uh, yeah, we have a fixed wedding menu, and it costs forty percent up etc so i think you did yeah well. it, it exactly... somehow it, it somehow makes you makes you feel exploited just to see all those fixed things and they have a surplus of, of pricing just because it's valentine's day and on any other day that would be just a shitty menu but yeah we call are, it as it is what are you up to today how do you oh this is funny because <laughs> i'm actually going out oh. for, uh, <laughs> for a fixed menu for a fixed no, menu no. of dry if, any, if anyone if anyone tries to force a fixed menu on me I'm just going to kill them and that's it uh, no we actually mm, decided to go out with a couple of friends uh, we've been secretly nagging the friend to ask this girl he is in a relationship with uh, to marry him because wow. he's been you know yeah he's been like th saying oh yes I finally capitulated because no, I'm sorry I'm... but this means I can't publish this podcast before he's proposed if that's what you're oh, heading he won't, pro he won't oh, propose okay. so it's okay, fine. <laughs> okay 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 then, then no, I can't he's... publish it forever so yeah no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no he's he's like the perfect bachelor he actually spent all his life never wanting to get married and now he has this beautiful girlfriend who is perfect and I'm really wondering how uh, she puts up with all the things you know, she puts up with because she's very wise. Uh, it, it makes you wonder, you know, how long you can be a bachelor until just the perfect woman comes. Is there a th such a thing like a perfect woman? But anyway, we are going to a lunch and we are going to a lunch that is, you know, behind God's shoulders. Basically, we really have to go. I, I think I would might need a passport to get there. Because it's so Are you outside. Going to the Vatican? No. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't know where this, this is. I'm just going to leave the driving to the husband. But when you say I, behind God's shoulder. I'm thinking you're going to the 16th chapel, having. I wish. <laughs> I wish. I you wish. Did. I mean, I, I don't know how the cooking is in in, uh, in Vatican, but you know, if they're celebrating the beheading or not, uh, but. Yeah, let's see how that goes, because it's very much far away. We found this restaurant by chance and there is no fixed menu. It's like a bistro. It's very small, nice, and it should be doing the COVID distancing thing. If so it's what, not... is, what is it that you're going to try to get your friend to do? Just to take her out for lunch or to do no, what? No, no, no. We wanted to you know, go out with them because she feels very happy to go out with us. And we are happy to see her too. But I was telling him yesterday, you should really propose to this girl. Because, you know, she's like golden. 
she's uh she doesn't live in Milan so she frequently travels between her city and his and he's here doing his job and whatever but you know it's it's a really nice couple but very very age distanced so <laughs> he's really perplexed and i wondered you know how how people never actually um think about that until they're in that same situation i mean my husband is slightly older slightly older than me and uh, I am always in favor of love. In Do you know what is, what is really nice with you talking about this? You sound just yeah. like old days. You sound like bubbly with expectation, going out, doing things. Uh, it sounds really nice. It sounds like you're, you know, uh, I don't know, in a, good, in a good mood, despite the beheading well, headline. There is sunshine. There is sunshine yeah. outside, I, I which was, actually helps. I was laughing at you when you were like, it's two degrees and freezing. We have eight minus here. <laughs> I know, I got so many DMs about that. Yeah. Like, girl, I live in Ukraine and it's fucking like minus 20, so shut up. No, but like, that's you... normal. Ukraine is normal for 20. I mean, if somebody in Sweden, like my mom this morning told me it's minus 13, I'm like, oh, that's pretty mild for winter. But I mean, Luxembourg, minus eight, it just doesn't happen. And yes. I guess it's the same with Milan. Plus two just doesn't happen. Well, I guess all the there, there, is, there is a fact, like it was plus two, but it really felt like 10 minus because yeah. it was uh it it was so windy and this frigging cold wind that made me freeze my face yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was yeah. it was awful awful so i was freezing my ass off and because we went to um my husband went to have his uh, blood drawn for some tests uh, and it, it was like six in the morning and i was like why am i outside it's it's so awful no, it's it's really really bitter cold. Here I like today. that. I think it's refreshing. I like it. And I might like... take out the fur. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's exciting. And and what else? <laughs> what bag are you gonna wear? What have you? Oh had in God. Mind? I have no. Mean? I have no idea. But are you gonna I know? Go ahead I'm and just going down. To... <laughs> no. I think I might. You know, try to remember how it feels to dress like an adult again uh, because it really feels like you know we are playing dress up like like I went out two days ago and I was very pulled together because I had uh, I had a work thing to do and I felt so grown up I was doing this grown upping and I, I realized that was my life until a year ago and now I really cannot find my footing again I cannot realize how it is to be dressing like a serious person again like putting heels just for the valentine's picture putting heels on i used to walk in louboutin's uh pigals now i cannot my feet like refuse to squeeze in those so i have now i have two now you're um, you're confusing me i have two topics i have the are the heels gonna die topic but i have the better topic <laughs> i'm dying to hear so i i woke up this morning and i saw on your whatsapp that you were up like at 6 30 and then yeah. I, and so I woke up maybe at seven, ten, something like that. And then I open your Instagram and I see you've already posted like a picture of your balloons. <laughs> and I'm going, wow, she's up early. But I guess that was, must have been yesterday. I, and I want to know everything yeah. about it. I want to know from idea oh. to reality to how, how you bribe your husband well, to even um, do it. <laughs> I don't know why everyone has this idea that he's very much not into because doing it. Because mine would just have killed me. Just, he would just <laughs> have killed me. He would have said, ah. No, I know, I know, I know. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, he would be very much French about it. I know, I know, no. Very, uh, with with a, this slightly, you know, fancy accent, he would be like, uh, wife, 
what are you saying? I'm not doing that with with the balloons. Ah, no, not happening. So, so I, I said to my husband yesterday, like at breakfast, I was very serious, and I look at him and I say, "You realize that we have to do these Valentine's pictures?" And he's like, "We have to," as in, who asked for them? Nobody asked, but I want to do them. It's tradition. Oh, I didn't realize we had a tradition of Valentine's photos, but yeah, by all means, let's do the photo. So we had the idea of going out to do the picture, but then the freezing factor came in. And I said, okay, let's see. Uh, is it still pandemic? It is. Are we still confined? We are. So we are just going, do we still have a beautiful house? Yes, we do. So let's just stay inside. But it wasn't, you know, just pandemic driven. It was more like, I'm not going to freeze my ass in a silk gown uh, at zero degrees. Driven. And and what about the the staging? Did you go and buy balloons? Did you order? You get it home delivered? Tell me everything. About no, 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 no. We went to this uh, sketchy little shop of balloons, uh, which is so tiny. And now with the COVID um, measures, you know, it's it's really funny because you you have to just get in, uh, place your order, and then go straight back at zero degrees outside to wait until your order gets completed, mm. which is absurd. But That's so we safe. went in. Much better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went in. Uh, I said, I want 10 red balloons. Thank you very much now. So I picked some other, you know, the heart-shaped ones, the little ones, uh, which were Loki's terror. I kid you not. I thought he was going to go crazy for the balloons. He runs the other way so fast you cannot even see him. Wow. Now, yeah, yeah. He's like, no way. What the hell is this? I think he had a trauma with balloons as a kid no he, he he just really doesn't understand and he doesn't like the sound yeah, of the balloons weak. hitting the ceiling <laughs> he, he just doesn't like it he runs the other way it's awful <laughs> so i thought he was going to join the picture because normally when we do something he's always jumping on me he went away so far i had to look for him he was in my closet i'm not kidding like he was hiding anyway we just you know used the sofa and uh, despite what people are thinking that my grandfather took the picture, he did not. He was doing, you know, the producing part. He was just like, move to the left and push your leg up and uh, take, Antonio, take your uh, hand off her hair because her hair looks good. Like, I'm, what is happening here? So, yeah, it was just the balloons and us and that beautiful dress that the last time I put on, I was in Machu Picchu and realizing that was very much hard on me. Yeah, it was it was good, actually. It Amazing. Was, it was easy. Can yeah, I ask you, easy. how long time does it take from from idea to realization, like an effective time? Well, it doesn't really take much because the idea somehow shaped itself in my head. I knew what I wanted because people reacted so nicely to the New Year's Eve picture we put uh, with me in a, in a light blue dress and champagne in one hand. And that was like, that was really spontaneous because we actually wanted to do a picture together. And grandpa says, yeah, just sit here and do this and do that. And he actually took that picture. But this one, I wanted something that is similar to it. And I wanted the thread uh, of us doing things on that sofa. And that came doing out so things. wrong. But yeah, <laughs> not, not that, that came out so bad. Please cut it out. Uh, <laughs> kidding. We, I wanted the thread. I wanted, you know, uh, we are confined and we are just going to stay home. We might as well do something about it. But I, I had to take a car 
we were on the bike, but I had to take a car for those balloons. And I filled the car with balloons. I couldn't How see many, shit. Uh, you didn't smash any because they didn't blow them up for you? Or did they? No, 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 no. I didn't smash any, but it they filled the whole car. It was a smart. So they filled <laughs> the whole car and I basically could see only left. So I prayed to seven gods that I wouldn't kill anyone on the way home. <laughs> it was so funny. And then I looked up the dress and I, you know, I, it just shapes itself. But the, the real um, doing of the picture, it takes about half an hour or so because I actually see the result on the screen of the computer. Yeah. So I can, I can actually see myself or, and him and I can see the composition and I can say, you know, move a little bit or stand up or whatever. So yeah. he actually was a very good sport, but all he had to do literally was sit there with the balloons i mean and how he hard to is wear, that he had to wear a three-piece suit also oh that's what he th- that he wears normally actually uh, really um, yeah he likes three-piece uh, suits uh i love them too he likes the the gilet part and <clears throat> because he wears a, a lot of you know pocket watches mm-hmm. that's, so and mm. yeah so he can wear one that's actually what i'm i'm going to gift him for this year's exclusive 10-year anniversary of marriage wow that's very nice. i kid you not like i've been married to this guy for 10 years this and guy. we've been dating for 20 so yeah. that feels um slightly a cross between awful and amazing it is both a combination of both and do you guys do gifting for valentine's day like you expect Actually, flowers from him i suppose no no, no 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 i i don't expect anything because we sort of keep giving each other things a uh, whole year mm-hmm. so I, I really don't feel the need you know to wake up on valentine's and say oh you got me flowers because i know he, that isn't something that he does normally and i would actually go and ask oh, what the fuck did you do <laughs> if so I not different flowers. from me actually not different actually, from me yeah, not not really <laughs> like i would really become worried and i would ask what the hell did you do man did you kill someone and you brought me flowers because did you behead someone because it's valentine's i don't know no no i i don't expect gifts why do you do you but no. look, uh, I mean, in all honesty, also, I used to, and I, it used to become a point <laughs> of, yeah, but I mean, I used to get get my expectations up and I used to be disappointed to the extent that I made such a big scene one year that he oh. had to send, yeah, that he sent beautiful, I think it was Argentinian roses to my office. Um, oh. And at some point you kind of learn, like, it's just, you know, I, I need to change my expectations because it's just not him. And it has nothing to do, you know, does he love me or does he want me to have flowers? It's just that, you know, these things aren't important to him. He is unable to make them important because they are important to me. Because like you say, I think he believes that he shows love throughout the year. He's going to do it if I twist his arm. But, you know, after that whole, whole disaster episode that I created through my drama, I'm also wondering, you know, is it worth it? How much can you twist a person's arm for him to show romance in a way that you know how to read and and you know and and then what are you satisfied with yourself and over the years I just stopped stopped I learned not to be disappointed because I'm not going to be able to change him so I find other methods and I do I do love having the flowers at the house um usually I I go and buy them (laughs) yeah usually I do so I there is this really 
there's this uh, cheap uh, food chain, German one called Lidl here. I don't know if you have it in Italy. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, yes, we do. Yeah. So so they have a, there's a shop just across of my gym and they have great like um, bio uh, veggies. So I love to stop by there and get my avocados and my fresh veggies and fruits. And I get some dairy if I need to also. But they have these beautiful roses at the till that are like three, three or four euros. And typically I buy, you know, four bouquets and I blend them myself and they keep for a week. And now I don't go because the gyms are, they're not closed, but they can only host 10 people. And unless you book in advance, you don't get a spot. So I'm just not going anymore. So I don't have these flowers. <laughs> this is the this is the best excuse not to go to a gym that I've heard in a while. Oh, uh, but I mean, you have to you have to pre-book, and every time I want to book, there is just no spots. So my gym is three hundred square meters, but the new rules they just they basically say you can only be ten people in a gym. So, but at least they're they're open. But here everything yeah, is closed. I know gyms they're... are closed, so we work out outside and we freeze our asses. Yeah, I get it. All right, no complaints. I mean, if I wanted to, I would have probably booked, you know, five minutes before opening. You would have found a way. I agree. But so I don't go and buy those roses. And then what I what I would do sometimes is I would splurge on a proper bouquet somewhere. And so I, I do that now for this holiday. And I save myself the drama and the disappointment. And I allow myself the extra uh, right to gloat. And like that, we are both satisfied. Right. But did you did you ever wonder uh, how much of all this, you know, expectations around um, I, I would almost say Hallmark um, holidays, uh, we are being, you know, forced into believing that something really has to happen. I mean, I know a lot of women who actually expect the man to propose on Valentine's like or expect Uh, grand gestures uh, mm. and now with Instagram and all the social media I th I feel like we are somehow pushed into this uh, contest of oh mm. look what, what my spouse or my partner or my boyfriend mm. did for me and let me show it off and blah blah mm. actually I, I realized that growing up for me meant having no expectations exactly for the reason you mentioned because you cannot change the person you are with If they feel like it's not that important to, you know, mark every single date on the calendar, uh, why would you ever want to change the person you're with? So they make other ways to feel you, make you feel like, like, I don't know, every single time that I have an, a problem or every single time that I needed, you know, help from my partner, I got it. And every single time that he knows something I like, he just gets it for me because, you know, he knows I like it. Why would I push flowers and candy and anything commercial on him? And in fact, he actually told me this morning when I said, oh, remember we had the lunch. Oh, my God, we are doing the Valentine's thing. You know, mm. at, at the end, you managed to push me into it. I'm like, no, come on. We're having lunch with friends. But it's a very much commercial yeah, it's push a creative, on people. Yeah, it's an artificial... Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's interesting reflections and I, I agree with them at large, but I would say I would, for example, this is very personal, but I wouldn't want a proposal or an engagement to happen on Valentine's Day because I would, you know, I'd like to spread the dates out over the year because if it's on Valentine's Day, then you basically do two holidays yeah. in one. So I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't have liked that. It's true that social media adds pressure and just like you really well describe it just bluntly competition I don't feel it because and uh, if I'm not going to mince my words but because most of the times 
um, when I get spoiled with either a piece of jewelry or a nicety, it isn't necessarily on that kind of occasion, not the commercial occasion, could be, you know, for a wedding anniversary or for a, for a birthday, but not necessarily the commercial occasion. So, you know, also having more than I deserve puts you in a position where you're not really entitled to, to neither have expectations nor to complain. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, part of it is also being spoiled with attentions throughout the year, whether they are emotional or physical or, like you say, material, because it is important to say, you know, it's not like I I want my partner to be there and then he isn't, um, uh, you know, he's there throughout. And it's like you say, just like, I mean, my favorite thing, my absolute favorite thing of the day. I find it the most decadent ever is to have coffee in bed and it's prohibited prohibited it's forbidden in this household because we I'm not allowed to consume anything in bed and now of course I don't care because I don't I don't follow anyone's rules but the best thing I know is when he wakes up before me and he actually brings me that coffee cup despite him hating it and um, you know it's it's uh, not not always like that of course sometimes uh, for example I can ask for help with a car and it can take him three weeks to get to it. And I'd be like, but I'm sorry if I was able to do it on my own, I would have. Now you have to bloody get to it because I don't want to be in charge of everything all the time, which is, of course, not true. It's just the sentiment that you have when you're stuck somewhere and you need to be two to do something and that other person isn't available. So not not everything is like, uh, you know, la vie en rose and, and not not everything you can compensate with by gifts or material attention but it's a bit like you say you know if you pay attention to one another's needs and desires throughout the year then the commercial holiday isn't necessarily so so cool but look I mean in all honesty also I I saw this post from a lady that I'm recently following I, I saw it this morning I think she posted it yesterday so she called it I think the um the evolution of a collection and she put mm. um several of her Van Cleef pieces out that are very nice, rather different from the ones you typically see, I'd say. And I thought about it and I thought, you know, it would be nice. My favorite collection of jewelry is the Clou from Cartier. And I have a few pieces and I thought it's a nice idea, actually, just to. I would have never said, really, <laughs> like never <laughs> said. So never. So of course, when you, you know, when you say that, yes, are you now in this competition? I, I didn't feel like it was competition. I felt it was like a good idea and that I have. But there is the urge it, to have mm. when you see something like it, it, it's it's a little pang, I think, that you think, mm, but I would, you know, I, I need to do this. Yeah, I, yes. I want to and do then, something. Yeah, and do it is different than saying I have to go out and buy it so I can do it. I don't. Yes, I, I, I actually have it. And it'll be nice to, maybe it's nice, maybe not. Maybe it isn't nice. But so, of course, I mean, this is what I'm saying. I think you put it very well without too much reflection around it. You just put it out there to say competition. And I didn't, I don't feel like I'm probed to compete or, or you know, it, but I, th I found it a good idea. And of course, as soon as you start displaying your material assets, which is what we do on our accounts in various shapes and forms and contexts, then you are participating in there with the pressure and the yeah, competition. Yeah. Of and course you are. Else. 
And you are basically creating pressure on your end too, because someone else will see it yeah. and they will say, oh my God, but I need to do something. I guess so. Let me show her. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like I need to do something for me. It was like, okay, but I have it. It's nicely presented in the boxes. I've never taken a picture of the collection, you know, in one go. I, I only <laughs> take pictures of the pieces and, and it's true that it's a pandemic and all that, but I'm not wearing any, so I can no longer, you know, integrate them. In but my... I, want to, I, I would tell you something even worse. Mm -hmm. Actually, about showing things on Instagram, I am very much uh, toning down or showing anything mm -hmm. uh, these days because I because you had a break something in. that was no, no, but yeah. Aside from that, uh, I read something very much alarming the other day. Mm -hmm. um, two or three, I think, Instagram, not Instagram, uh, TV stars, sorry, in Italy were um, had a break in and they had these huge thefts in their houses. Mm -hmm. How did they, how did the, the um, steerers know how and when to go? Uh, they basically stalked their Instagrams for weeks, mm. sometimes even months. And they, uh, you know, somehow managed to understand where they live, the position of the windows, the position of the house, mm. yeah. uh, the, the habits and everything. I really stopped displaying anything because I really feel that, yeah. Some people that are bad are out there and they are stalking every single move we have because you know, because we're putting it it's, out it's there. Really yeah. Because we are yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. you know, I have this collection and I store it in this area of the house and oh, now I'm leaving the house and I'm going to be gone for two weeks <laughs> and I didn't take it with me But, because I took this and this and this with me instead. No, I mean, you're perfectly right. And and uh, there's this balance of being extremely prudent and and displaying contents and not competing And, you know, not contributing to the commercial hysteria and, 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 you know, show, showing a fair view of what is a relationship. I remember, you know, on that, on that topic, I remember that um, I think a couple of years ago, I, I wrote a story post saying exactly that, you know, I, I stopped, I've stopped setting myself up because my expectations just pull me down and the, all the reactions were not positive. I mean, a lot of people really yeah but i i don't think it's strange today i'm 40 and back then i must have been you know 35 and i also want to say uh, very, this is very huge difference <laughs> no but this is very very honest i've always felt throughout all my relationships i have never well, all of them it's not like i had that many but i have never exactly like how many did you have? <laughs> irrespective the ones that i've been in i've never felt that i've um i've been with a man who is big on grand romantic gestures so i've always felt yeah. like you know I, i i and however i am so already from like my teenage years when we were in school i'd be the one sending the secret flower to my crush And I was always, oh yeah, my God, I know, I know, cute. it's terrible. And I was always like this go-getter because if you like somebody, you just tell them and, and it just doesn't, didn't work, didn't work it for me. It doesn't work that way. Me. Didn't work no, for me. No, 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 no. And all that created was an expectation for somebody to be willing to do that for me. And, um, you know, I, I've now grown older and wiser and I've lived my own drama that led to absolutely nothing except this display, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, come on, you get... 
it's exactly like you say, I get these beautiful roses delivered to my office and everyone's like, what, has he, has he cheated on you? And I'm like, but you French people. Exactly, like what's wrong? Yeah, you French people. For you, it's, it's one of the two. It's I apologize. It's the answer. The bigger the diamond, the exactly. bigger the cheating. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I, I also, I want to be honest with, with these expectations and the, the way that you trip yourself up. And not everybody, I mean, a lot of people say, I think you are wrong. And I think it's the husband's duty and or the partner's duty hmm. and like yesterday I went to the to my dry cleaner to pick up and to deposit some and she said to me I love this lady she's really nice and she said to me oh, I'm sure he's prepared something for you and I was like no I don't think so and she was like yeah, yeah but I mean he wouldn't he wouldn't <laughs> not and then you know at some point I just drop it because I don't want him I can see that there's a negative connotation about him yeah, yeah, not doing and I'm like oh, okay I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into a debate it's not like it doesn't say anything about my relationship. And that was a little bit the point I wanted to make. And it's the, the thing that I've learned for myself. And I've been meaning to read this book that talks about the four languages of love. I don't know if you heard about it. There was a big buzz some seven, eight months ago. Have you heard about it? Mm, no. So No, no, no. Basically, no. it categorizes. I haven't read it, but I understand it categorizes um, the languages of love giving and receiving of different people. And apparently there are four categories. So the one is like the touchy feely. So the one that, that, has, a, that has a sentiment of love by hugs and, and physical intimacy. The one that um, requires tasks, chores, favors. So basically, you know, you pick the dishes. Oh. If you don't clear your socks, you don't love me, you know, that kind of a thing. And the, the oh my god, that's my mom. <laughs> the third one <laughs> is uh, the gifting. So you know, you buy me something, you spoil me something. That's the way that I understand that you love me, or that's the way that I show love. And now the fourth one, I can't actually remember. What can you? What could it be? You think? Maybe words. Yeah, verbal, <laughs> I, I have verbal, no idea. Verbal, verbal yeah, words, communication. Verbal, yeah. Verbal. And the problem mm -hmm. is that if you if you are a person that needs a lot of hugs but all you get is verbal communication um, then of course you're not speaking the same love language and that's the reason for the disconnect right so yeah but that's that's actually very much mm -hmm. interesting I'm just going to look for that book I, I really want to know what happens in that way because I am a little bit touchy-feely my husband always says that I, I'm, I'm like Cat. a cute little bug, bug. yeah yeah like a, like a kitty like, like a bug ladybug or a kitty like mm -hmm. hanging on to mm -hmm. him uh, and no one would ever guess because uh, if you meet us he's the most silent one and the most reserved one and I'm the outgoing person but you would never guess that in private I'm really a mm. kitty cat actually uh, so and he's very much into the non-verbal communication mm -hmm. of love and he will be the gestures mm -hmm. kind of man he would do things that he knows that actually please me or make mm -hmm. me happy and but we never had an issue about communicating uh, different ways of communicating we just kind of I think adapted uh, one to another and I never really once I stopped having all these expectations that were thrown on me by movies, books, and my even ego. my my, my environment, ego. No, my... <laughs> yeah, my yeah. ego, yeah. But it's 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 all like thrown at you, and you just feel like that's the only way. A grand gestures and flowers and whatever are the way that people should express love. But there are so many ways to do that if you're willing to see it. But if you don't want to see it, and the only way is your way that's when the problem comes there. But I guess it, it kind of depends on the person you're with 
uh, when it's right, it's really right. All I can say. Is but that. I think here you're also really spot on to something. And I, I think that the, the society and the commercial society is telling us, you know, don't write words because that doesn't earn any money for anybody. Buy gifts. And therefore, the commercialized view of the most predominant love language is gifting material things. Yeah. And, and, yeah, uh, yeah. and this is why I'm... Also because you show them to others and therefore you Probably. enable... You know the the feeling probably good. and the Sensation. you know I'm I'm now affirming to others the 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 depth of my relationship through you know the the bouquet through the size of my bouquet or through the size of the ring on my finger. But I I just also wanted to say that given these four languages, you can also not judge people for saying, but my love language is giving. I'm a giver. I would give anything I can within the means I have, whether it is I will buy flowers to my 14-year-old crush or I would go buy Cartier and now appears this thing, Aww, so I buy so it. And then, cute. and for that, there, I mean, I just mean to say that for people to say, but I do expect a gift in return, there is nothing wrong with that if that is your love language, right? Uh, yeah, 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 it's, it's absolutely And right. I think that's why a lot of people sort of reacted when I posted that that a couple of years ago because I do think that um, partially maybe consciously or not consciously through the commercializing of this holiday we all adopt the material part as as our part of our love, love language yeah of course yeah. we do I mean I mean I went and got balloons I mean I participated <laughs> actively yeah. in the yeah. in this shit uh, but uh, actually I really don't know what am I going to do Thank with all you. those balloons put them now. on the balcony even now like... put them on the balcony it makes yeah, somebody but, happy but they're they're helium based and if I release them to the atmosphere that's just you know loitering and I'm not going to do that but still uh, I took part in this and I really didn't want to but I I I didn't make the picture uh, to be in a, in a competition with anyone. I just wanted a nice little, you know, tongue in cheek uh, photo for Valentine's because we we've been doing the balloon thing since like yes. five years ago. Yeah, I think I remember that one since the red yeah. picture. And the and, yeah, yeah, the the most painful shoes of my life that that day. Like I was screaming, I kid you not. I was like uh, screaming to the photographer, "Can you take the fucking picture so I can take these off?" That's. I think that's what I said to him. Nice. Like, Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, nice, classic. <laughs> exactly, like I'm going to behead you if you don't. <laughs> the beheading is, is a threat now. Anyway, yeah, I, I took part and I'm not ashamed, but still, I, I don't like the pressure yeah. people put yeah. on it. And I, I stopped thinking years ago that somehow this kind of qualifies the, uh, the the extent of my relationship Absolutely. and I stopped you know showing gifts and whatever I'm very happy to see that other women get gifts and if that makes them happy that's amazing to me I mean gift a gift is a gift you know it just makes you happy but as long as it's a spontaneous one if I'm having to send myself roses, that's I just not sent really myself thing, roses. But I, I like your approach. I just sent myself. But, no, no, no. I was, I was saying I liked your approach. I'm just going to put them and enjoy them. And, and that's that's the and thing. And I think like, for for us, it's a bit also. It's for the household, right? So the flowers just make yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And I just want peace of mind. I don't. And and I want to be able to gloat. And I don't want to trip myself up. And but, uh, by the way, I must say. So yesterday. <laughs> Um, it's not so romantic, <laughs> but I, uh, so, so just as a background, in Sweden, recycling is a big thing and it's been for ages and ages and ages and ages. It's not a, like, it's not a new concept. 
and you take your household garbage household garbage and you typically drop it somewhere if you live in an apartment if if this wasn't a flex mm-hmm. like saying we were cool before you all yeah, were is, we were so amazing yeah. ahead. she flexed it Sweden a little bit ahead. Yeah, i've yeah, been yeah, i actually yeah. visited um, a waste to power power plant in one of the largest uh, cities uh, in sweden it's quite amazing there isn't even odor coming from it from the technology but anyway no sweden is very avant-garde i just want to make the comparison oh, wow. so it's you know you have um if you live in an apartment complex, so you'd have a little supnedkast, it's called like a little place where you dump your garbage and then they go to a little garbage room, which is somewhere at the bottom of your, your apartment building and it's closed and somebody comes and empties it on a weekly basis. And then you'd have a sort of a joint communal area where you drop your, your, your sort of like main garbage, whether it's glass or whatever. In here, I hate, I hate to tell you, but we, we have this. Yeah, probably thing. not 20 years ago though. So this is age old from there. No, no, it was it was built when the house was built, like a uh, hundred years ago. I'm not Good. even kidding. So what I have in Luxembourg yeah. is not that. <laughs> so what I have here is that I go out and I drop my household garbage in a in a sort of a a, a big what do you call it? A back in French. It's a I don't know. A, it's a green well container for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, the bin, a bin, a bin, right? And then um, you can't drop glass there. You can't drop paper there. You can't drop plastic there so that you have to sort of do separately and you have to take it to the recycling station, which is quite a lot because if you have one week's garbage. Oh, you have to yeah. take it. We have people who take yeah, okay. it. So we don't have that here. And um, so I go once a week. And typically, if you go on Saturdays, you have to queue. So you sit outside there and you queue for what? <laughs> because all of Luxembourg goes to deposit their household. So it's really but how many are there? Like 10? I mean, how on. many? No, but uh, so for the... Of, of Luxembourg? Yeah, yeah, for the rules. So they don't let too many people into the area. So when you come, it's a big, you know, it's a big consternation for something that mm. in my entire life just worked very, very smoothly. So now I started going on Friday evenings instead because they close at seven o'clock. So I go at like 6.30. It's yeah, it's very romantic. So I go there on Fridays and like that my weekend. But alone, he he never. Oh no, I don't need that. I take a drive in my little car, and and I go. I take him sometimes just so he can see the hassle. So I say, when you don't, when you don't um, properly. Well, after the shoe, after the shoe condom, I was done, and I was ordering the same. I need that. Thank you, Mr. Fashion Lawyer. I need the shoe condom. And my only point with this whole bloody story (laughs) is that yesterday I had to go anyway on Saturday, which I hate to do because then, you know, you're stuck in a queue for an hour. And then when I arrived to Mm -hmm. the station, there is bloody nobody. And I'm saying, ah, because people (laughs) are probably out in the commerce buying like there's no tomorrow. And uh, effectively, when I come to town to pick up my dry clean and all that, um, I mean, people are carrying bouquets and bouquets of flowers. There are queues outside of every, you know, ladure, outside of every flower shop, outside of Swarovski's, outside of Cartier. I mean, huge queues everywhere. And I'm thinking, mm, last minute, all of you, huh? And I'm, I'm done <laughs> and dusted and very, very happy about it. That's how gloating sounds. I'm sorry about the garbage story, but just to tell you that when you get there, and there is no queue, then you really know something is wrong and everybody is exploding the commerce. Yeah, that's, that's you know, a commercial holidays 2.0 by, brought to you by Fashion Lawyer <laughs> and Crash. I love this. I love this. This is the best story that I've heard in a week, seriously. <laughs> Like I went to throw trash and I, I found out that people do romantic <laughs> shit the day before Valentine's. I love this. Love this. This is the best thing can ever. We, can I mean, we close on the... a more romantic tone? I want to ask you, what's your favorite uh, romantic poet? 
there. Now we can move away from garbage. Oh, yes. I, I have a straight answer. It's Pablo Neruda. I mean, I've always loved Pablo Neruda's poetry. Mm-hmm. Always. Can you quote uh, some the... sentence? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you joking? Bloody joking. Yeah. Um, there is the 17 sonnets by Neruda. <laughs> there is, you know, I love, I don't love you as... If you were the salt, rose, topaz, or arrow of carnation that propagate fire. And I seriously don't remember anymore. Wow. But it says like something like, I love you. Oh, yeah, I love you. As certain dark things are loved secretly between the shadow and the wow. soul. To me, that was the most dramatic and beautiful image. But yeah, I love wow. him. I, li- I like him. I like the guy. He always made some such erotic and highly sensual poetry. Wow. So. Amazing. I'm going to gift you a sonnet book so so you can read yes, it. Yes, that would be nice. I look forward to it. In English, I hope. That's, uh, yeah, if you really have to. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's actually easy to understand because, you know, the original is Spanish. So it's not that different from uh, any other Latin language. Don't send French me. Or don't Italian. send me poetry in Spanish. Don't send me. <laughs> please, just please don't. That seems very crazy, even for you. No, I... I shall send you just the roses that you can enjoy over the Very weekend. Nice. Yes. Uh, the, the roses will be sent to your house. <laughs> and from us, this is the best way to conclude a very commercial holiday. And yeah, that's it. Very good. I can be cliche and say that my favorite is Khalil Gibran, especially you can read this quick chapter on love, which is very touching and very accurate. But... You hooked me on that guy yeah, too. Huh? Beautiful. But I mean, my one of my favorite, one of my favorite, um, I guess, writers, he's not necessarily a poet, is a Swedish writer called Yalmar Söderberg. Um, I, I always recommend if anyone gets the chance to come over in Swedish, uh, his short stories novels that are called Historiette, which means uh, small stories. I never know whether you were insulting someone or just saying something from Ikea. Um, yeah. Small anyway, stories. Swedish names yeah. are so. Then mm. they are they are extremely witty and they have an amazing punchline, and they are contemporary Swedish from when he lived. So you can literally take his stories and walk the city of Stockholm with them, and sort of find your bearings. So it's fairly amazing if you're a fanatic. Um, but um, I uh, don't really recall any particular poems or poetry that he's written the the only thing that comes to mind which I think is very descriptive of my maturing in the flower gifting experience is from a book called uh, Simon and the Oak Simon Ekena and in in there there is a <laughs> sentence that reads when you have oh, actually the sorry the book refers to a poem And that poem reads, and I just remember the final line, which reads, when you shall stop asking, that's when you will experience the ocean. And it's a poem about basically saying, once you come at peace, when once you get at peace with where you are, that's when you'll finally start to see the truth. And I'm at peace with buying my own flowers. So when basically it's when you stop nagging, woman, you will get whatever you want because you will buy it yourself. Think about it. Yes, power. think about it. It's like I every it. moment when you stop. If you stop, you know, when you were younger and you finally stop running after that friend or that 
boy or you start running after something and that's when it comes to you it's fairly interesting you can angle it no it's very much no no it's very much true as soon as you stop yeah, wanting it, it that badly it will come to, it will yeah. come to you it's very much it's true. very interesting yeah, yeah. my grandmother would be very much agreeing with you hmm. right now it's nice mm, that's yeah. an that's, that's good nice. so uh, uh, a thought of love to yeah. your grandmother on this day thank you out of you to to your father Thank too you i know they're laughing at us right now because we are soppy uh, that's good <laughs> any reason to laugh is good yeah. go wear your yeah, heels eat is. your uh, food uh play cupid oh not happening i'm wearing trainers sorry really? <laughs> i came to my senses i really no i'm kidding i'm just going to wear something comfortable because you know i'm riding a bike later today so freezing my ass on that one enjoy very uh, much and be careful on the road Will, shall do. Enjoy your flowers, enjoy everything, and have a lovely, lovely, lovely uh, beheading Happy holiday. Happy Valentine's Day <laughs> to you and everyone who's listening. Happy Valentine's. Yeah.